Hi, and welcome to Scooped Podcast, presented by Dig In Magazine, where you get the inside scoop on all things entertainment and culture. I'm your host, Cindy Merrim, and in this episode, we feature interviews from the Eastern Oregon Filmmaker Residency, hosted by the Eastern Oregon Film Festival. We had the amazing opportunity to speak with four of the selected filmmakers, Natalie Metzger, Karina Ripper, Parker Winship, and H. Nelson Tracy. Keep listening to learn about their new projects, many which began during the Filmmaker Residency Program, what their experience was like in La Grande, Oregon during the month-long filmmaking retreat, and more. understand that um, it's the inaugural year for the Eastern Oregon Filmmaker Residency, and, um, which is put on by the Eastern Oregon Film Festival. So, and, um, you know, there are six filmmakers that were selected, especially for this program. So congratulations to all of you for um, being selected. That's really a great honor, it seems, because it sounds like an amazing experience and program. So good job on that. <laughs> I basically, um, you know, want to talk to you guys um, a little about, first of all, your experience um, so far at the residency. Uh, Natalie just mentioned that you have like two days left. Is that right? Wow, that's totally crazy. So you've been there an entire, an entire month, right? The month of May. Yeah, we got here April 30th. Um, oh my gosh. Our final day is Wednesday. Wow, that's really amazing. And um, yeah, so um, first of all, so I'm Natalie Metzger, and um, I am a producer, director, and writer, um, and I'm super honored to be part of this residency. I came up here initially thinking that I was going to work on um, a bunch of revisions and rewrites for a feature sci-fi script that I've been developing called Immortal um, that I started uh, co-writing with uh, Bob Allaire and then um, recently have just been revising it on my own. Um, uh, being part of this group and being part of this cohort of six filmmakers, um, we ended up being a really great brain trust for each other um, and also just support network and feedback uh, sounding boards. And um, and so I, I did the revisions for Immortal and um, through the kind of support of the group um, started writing a new script um, wow. that I'm really excited about um, called, But There's Time For That. How about you, Karina? So hi, thanks so much for having us. Um, my name is Karina Lomeline Ripper. I'm a writer, director, producer based out of Portland, Oregon. And um, yeah, I think so many su pleasant surprises <laughs> from this residency. It's been, I feel like it's such a unique residency and that like, you know, most residencies are for artists of like different different art forms and this one's just just for filmmakers but also like for filmmakers in the development stage um so you're able to come with a script uh that that wasn't even for me i didn't even have a full draft um so i was really able to just spend this whole time working on creating my first draft of this script and um i don't know i think it was kind of a, a really unique journey for me um, being 
in solidarity or like solitude out here, but also like having these other filmmakers that I could be inspired by and, um, you know, re really kind of pushing me to to continue my writing. And yeah, I just just finished my first draft like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say two days ago, so I'm like, oh wait, it was yesterday. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, it's called uh, Palm of Your Hand. And yeah, it centers around two women and, and they're developing friendship. My name is Parker Winship. I'm a filmmaker and writer based out of Wisconsin. Um, and uh, the project I'm working on here is a, uh, it's like a multi-generational family drama. So it is, it's set in multiple different time periods and it intercuts, intercuts together um, kind of different episodes from people's lives in three generations of a family, of a, a kind of a post-war family uh, in the 60s. And then we follow uh, their children uh, basically through like the kind of 90s, the, they're in the kind of boomer generation. And then uh, also it follows uh, two different characters you know, um, in 2020 and kind of their own uh, experiences during the pandemic, uh, which are, um, you know, themselves like pretty complicated and, and stressful. Um, and then is intercutting these different stories together, kind of creating um, one narrative that connects everybody together. I've been really interested in like genetics and evolutionary biology and evolutionary psychology. And so like how these different kind of behavior systems and experiences of people in one family are all kind of connected by their, uh, by their genetics and by, by their um, kind of biological relationship to each other. Hi, so my name is Nelson Tracy. I'm a Los Angeles-based filmmaker. And, um, you know, my day job, so to speak, is freelance editing. And I, you know, in, in a normal world, I'm like juggling like 10 projects at once. And I have a little bit of kind of imposter syndrome with writing because, you know, no one has ever like hired me to write or anything like that. And so I feel like I got about a year's worth of writing done in a month by having this... Oh, wow. like, Focus, time, and energy, and that's something I've always sought out. I, you know, I believe in the concepts of like deep work and like focusing on one thing, and not multitasking. But obviously, that's a whole lot easier said than done, especially in the last year where everything's been topsy turvy. And so, so for me, this has been a real, really satisfying to you know take off some of that imposter syndrome and be like, no, I, you know, I, I am a writer and I am someone who has projects that I can engineer into screenplays. Um, both with a whole lot of focused time on my own, which has its ups and downs, no doubt, but then also having the sounding board of, of five other people also in different stages of, of their films. And my pitch is, it's a film called The Scotch Matters, and it's about a 30-something woman who's looking for a fresh start, and she gets a job as a live-in cook and cleaner uh, for an eccentric couple living out in La Grande, Oregon, which is where we are. And there are sort of two mysteries that unfold. One is kind of what's up with this couple. They're, they're just a little bit off. The, the wife is ex incredibly controlling and rigid and, and the husband is a little bit kind of uh, aloof and mysterious. And then um, she, the mis second mystery is also like, why is this woman all the way out here? And like, what, 
why is this job appealing to her? And and because she actually loves this type of work and the audience is kind of like, why? And so, um, so yeah, I just finished my first draft as well. It's really 108 cool. pages. It, it's the first draft, I will always say, like <laughs> it's gonna need some serious, yeah. but I would not have gotten to that point this quickly with, without a month of, of focused energy and time. That's so amazing. I mean, it kind of looks like you guys are at summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like a retreat, you know. We keep saying that it's it's just like summer camp. It, yeah. It, it, it like we we um, even go on like field trips to go <laughs> on, on hiking trails, like pack, pack lunches, and like. <laughs> yeah. 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 How fun! The only thing we're missing is some sing-along songs. Oh right, <laughs> we could do that right now. Hey, no. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll hold back. <laughs> Um, that's so great. I mean, it sounds so wonderful that you guys have been able to take this time to focus. And it's such, I think it's such a great time to do that, you know, to like get away and recharge with everything going on. So that's awesome. And yeah, thanks for, you know, talking a bit about your projects. And, um, you know, I guess I was wondering, like a question that I had previously, but Natalie kind of talked a little about it, because I was going to ask, like, did you have a specific project in mind um, for, you know, the residency, what you're working on? Like, did you have to pitch a project um, to what, like when you applied or because it sounds like um, there was you were able to like while you're in the residency program, it sounds like you were able to kind of um, choose what you wanted to focus on and maybe like um, it didn't have to be like something that you were stuck with from the beginning. The application process, um, you, you, we, we each like submitted a specific project that we wanted to, to work on, but we only sent, I think it was like, what was it guys, like, like, like five to 10 pages of that of that script and so we talked about what the project was um but you know like it could be in so many different various forms so, like some of us came with like full drafts that we wanted to do rewrites on but some people came with just those like five to ten pages and wanted to actually like write out their you know their full mm -hmm. um their, like their full script and then i think i think a lot of us got inspired while being here both from each other and from the landscape um and I've heard a couple of us mention like, yeah, and like this, this other project I have that, you know, that, you know, that I want to do. And so I think there's just been a lot of inspiration. And so we've just kind of uh, run with that, um, with wherever that took, whether that meant starting also another script or um, yeah. just being percolating in the back. Some people have also been location scouting um, yeah. to, to the other filmmakers that, that aren't represented here, um, Alexander Craven and Sam Cranich. Um, like Alex has been like, flying to like oh, all like yes. different like you know small towns in the area to like check out different locations that he wants to film at one day and um so yeah it's it's okay. it's we're, we've all been in different stages which has been kind of cool yeah i i read a little you know about the residency and um basically um like your project um is to be produced in oregon um it does it need to be fully shot in Oregon or can it be like partially shot and produced in Oregon and then maybe shoot in other locations or is it mainly just to do do it all in in Oregon Nelson do you do you want to take that but like I think I think you know the general idea was to be inspired by this uh -huh. place and this beautiful oh, yeah. and we're in the Grand Round Valley um but, but I'll like Nelson speak to it because Nelson was actually one of the kind of 
formulaic people uh, who who came came in to the Eastern Oregon Film Festival with this idea of this residency. I had been at the film festival before, and so Chris really pitched the idea at the virtual festival this year, and and I I just sort of followed up very persistently to make sure that it was actually going to happen. And, and he he really like you know did a lot of the engineering. But to the point about production, um, I think that. It, Right, there's an interest, there's an active interest from the film festival to bring uh, projects here of different scales. And I think that the first step of that is introducing talents and high profile filmmakers from outside the area to the region, you know, and uh, I had been here before, but the other five had never been to La Grande and to this mm -hmm. valley. And I think that I see it, yes, we came in with some scripts in mind, but, uh, and the script I am working on is definitely one I intend to shoot out here. Um, but I think there's also that sense of like three weeks from now, four weeks now, maybe you wake up in the middle of the night and you have like a dream inspired by, you know, uh, by the, the bar you went to in town or the crystals that you visited on our the trip we went on yesterday. And so um, I, there's definitely, I think, I think from the film festival's perspective, the first step in sort of generating the interest is introducing filmmakers to that area. Um, and that's sort of, for me at least, just speaking to my own project, phase one is getting a really tight script and then phase two is production mode and all that. And um, I have, my intention is to go through, Eastern Oregon is a 501c3, so I intend to fund the project as a nonprofit and, and generate an arts coalition that way. Um, but I think everyone has kind of their own. There's there's not one requirement to that. There isn't like none of us signed like a binding contract in blood saying you know this is what we needed to do. But right. um, I think that's that's definitely the the impetus and the kind of the long term uh, hope for this program. What drives you to make films, and what would you say is your main goal as a filmmaker? So I'm Mexican American, um, so I think. I just like really have so many stories that I like want to tell and make and see um, that I haven't seen before centered around my culture or centered around characters from my community and um, the Latina community particularly. Um, and so for me, like that's what really pushes me to like make sure every project I'm like making has like is has that incorporated into it just because it's something I desire to see and experience and I yeah I think like I'm excited by that aspect I think the other part of it is that like when I'm on a good set and I have like a really amazing group of people come together it's just so so fun I mean it's it's a lot of work but it's also just like it ta it takes a village to make a film so like and when that village works well together, it's a really beautiful thing to experience. And it only lasts like a brief, you know, maybe a couple months <laughs> if it's like a long feature. But I think in general, I'm always like excited to like get on set, have those experiences, and then, you know, certainly work through the, the post side of things and so forth. But yeah, I, you know, my story centers around a Latina 20 something um, that's, you know, I definitely have a lot of things from my culture kind of like influencing and inspiring the film that I'm making. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's like something just like really deep inside of me that just says like, you just keep doing this. <laughs> like, I know it's like wild, but I love, I love 
I love watching movies. I mean, that's not something I think any of us have mentioned, but there's actually a movie theater in the lodge. Oh, nice. um, so we've been able to like watch movies together. I mean, yeah, it's just, I like love watching movies, love watching movies with people. It's just such a community sort of experience and it's just been amazing. So. Very cool. How about you, Natalie? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a total science nerd, so I, I love like getting an excuse to like do a deep dive into certain science concepts and talk with those different experts that are working in those fields and um, uh, try to figure out how to put the, the real life science into a, into a fictional story, but remain true to it. And so um, like that's I think the thing that I'm I'm most excited about and that I find myself getting you know pulled in different directions of like oh I want to write a script about this because this is so cool um, but having to try to you know focus on just on just one but yeah I mean that was you know really like the impetus for Immortal was just um, learning more about uh, like these different scientists and their um, attempts to, to cure aging um, and to extend life and just like what that looks like and 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 where you know what what are the things that they're coming up against you know like like those issues that they're having or um you know and and what are the things that they're being successful in and um so yeah so that was kind of the impetus for that i was born loving movies and i don't quite know why but i have never doubted it and it and i think part of it is that it leads me to so many other places you know it's not like I get excited about the story and I think that so what really drives me is curiosity and you know I, I come out to a place like this and I ask I like my my ears are just open with questions of like who lives here why do they live here why have they stayed here you know all this stuff and I think when I'm in my when I'm in LA or wherever I'm living I'm less curious just because I have like a sense of settlement also candidly LA is kind of spoken for in a lot of ways we've seen a lot of movies and books and television that have covered LA in a way more texture and nuance than I would be able to do, you know, in a short amount of time. When I come out here, I have not seen stories out here. I don't know like what it's like to be an author out here. There are authors out here. I've, I've befriended one since I've been here and, and I want to know like, why, why, what has kept you here and, and all that stuff. So I, I often write based on locations. I have a background in documentary. I think that's informed it a little bit too, but I think that general curiosity uh, feeds the types of stories that that I just like feel a compulsion to to make happen and and you know bring yeah, to life. Yeah, I've loved movies like since I can remember, and um, you know, in a lot of different ways. And and like I like movies of all kinds. Uh, but uh, you know, like including like escapist kind of Hollywood movies, but also you know movies from all over the world, movies from all different eras experimental film, all different kinds of things. And, you know, maybe just because I've watched so many movies and I've thought, and I think about movies so much, I mean, they really influence the way I think about the world. And I really look at film as like, as a tool to kind of examine our lives and examine, you know, why why our lives are the way they, they are, how people kind of make sense of their world things like that, like, and it's like, it has like influenced my philosophy of life. And, um, and I really enjoy making movies. And so I think like, part of that is when I make films, you know, a lot of it is me just trying to kind of make sense of what I, you know, of uh, a very um, 
confusing but interesting phenomenon of just like our, our lives on this planet uh, and trying to figure it out. And so I think, you know, to a certain extent, that is a, a big chunk of what drives me. We all came with our own projects. And so, yeah, we've definitely been focused on those as like writer directors of our own projects. But, um, but yeah, like I would love to keep working with everybody in our group, um, whether that's giving feedback, whether that's, yeah, if I can like actually be on set and like helping people get these movies made, like I'd be happy to do that. And part of that has been that like, you know, each week we've been meeting for sometimes between like the, between three and six hours to like talk about each other's scripts, to read each other's scripts, to give feedback. Very amazing. All of you, great answers. <laughs> I love to hear all of it. It's really cool to get each of your perspectives and they were all a little different. So thank you very much. It's been really great chatting with you guys. Thank you again, Natalie. Um, all of your projects sound really amazing and I'm excited to see um, you know, hear updates on what you do with them as they develop. So congratulations on um, this, you know, filmmakers residency, and I wish you the best of luck um, on all of your projects. And I know this isn't the only one you're working on. So when I say all of them, I mean all of them. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, well, enjoy your last two days. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I look forward to seeing more pictures of Oregon. <laughs> <laughs>